welcome back to Marvel News Desk, your best place to keep up with all the latest news, reviews, and speculation concerning Marvel films and television. We've got Adam, we have Rhiannon, we have myself, and I'm never going to be optimistic again because seven days ago I said I was feeling good about things, and then, you know, it's not been a great seven days. <laughs> and then Texas. It is not... Uh, we, I saw the meme that we actually flattened the curve because it never went down. So that's good. It's really insane to me how states are different. Like where Rhiannon and I are, it does look like what you'd expect the curve to look like. And it's like going down. We were down to like 38 cases. I think today we might have a zero case day. I think before the summer's over. Isn't Providence perfect? It is. It is. I mean, I think just when you live in a dense area. You learn how your actions impact people, you know, for better or for worse. Like, you learn to deal with people and and all of that. So if it's just, you wear a mask, you wear a mask. I don't know. I I also, like, I feel like if I tried to walk in a store without a mask on in New York City, I, I, I would be a little bit concerned that somebody would punch me in the face. But also, what the hell, California? Every time I see, uh, like, a headline out of there, I pull, like, the You Are the Chosen One, Obi-Wan meme. I mean, California's... LA's supposed to be the land of the progressive mask wearers, and they're all letting us down. So do you guys remember last week on my show notes, it said B-E at Disney World, and I couldn't remember what it was? That's because it was B-W. It was supposed to be Black Widow. And the news story was supposed to be the NBA is supposedly getting Black Widow before everybody else as like a perk for being at Disney World. And I just thought that was ridiculous. Uh, probably not anymore. Are they still doing that? I haven't heard any changes. What's the, uh, there was some news with Disney World though, right? Or was that Disneyland? Disneyland's postponing? Disneyland is postponing, yeah. But there was something with the unions. Did that get sorted out? Oh, as far as Disney unions? Like, Disney has unions? Uh, I don't know if it matters for the NBA contract. Mm-hmm. And they were concerned about going back to work. But I do zero show prep, so I don't know. I thought it was just the cast members at Disney um, were, like, getting together and petitioning to not reopen. But yeah, Disneyland, which is the California one for those that get them mixed up, Disneyland has postponed their opening Disney World, because Florida has no rules, is still moving towards opening. Disney stock is still going down. But they're going to let LeBron James and all those pampered babies get Black Widow before me, and I'm not happy about it. Yeah, I have real issues with people getting things before me when they don't care or want the things that I do. Which is how I feel about that. Like, the guys in the NBA... I'm sure there are some NBA players that are, like, stoked to see it. But, yeah, like, for the most part, like, some of those guys are going to be like, I have no idea what this is about. I'm, like, going into it. While there are probably thousands of people in Orlando that would kill to see it early. I'm just saying, if I'm going through Twitter in August, and some NBA player's wife gets retweeted by somebody I follow... And it's like, oh, I can't believe Taskmaster, you know, was the Red Skull all along or something, you know, whatever. Like, I'm just going to be very annoyed. That's all. 
I don't I don't think Black Widow's not gonna have like any major universe complications, is it? I mean unless it does like a Thunderbolts post credits or something. I, I mean I don't think so, but I think it's gonna tie into something for what we go forward, yeah. So did you guys see like I've been vague tweeting like theater solutions, like solutions to go back to the theater? Because we talked about that last week. I've seen two things that like I haven't one of them I haven't seen anybody talk about. In Barcelona, somebody posted this picture that in Barcelona the opera reopened and instead of audience members they had plants. Which made me think, like, I'm sure so the last number I heard was there were 4,000 studies a week being published on coronavirus. Like, so I'm sure there's a study out there, but maybe plants absorb the virus. And the answer is just putting plants between people's theater seats. Everybody bring a succulent. <laughs> I think you need something. I think you need a fern. A oh, fern. Yeah. I think you need something leafy. Um, the, other interesting thing, I mean, that's just the Rhiannon theory of, you know, let's go back to theaters. I mean, wouldn't it be every single theater experience you've ever had, wouldn't it have been better if there was a plant next to you instead of a human? I mean, that like, human other than the humans. Usually other than the humans. Yeah. Yeah. But on the other side of you. Okay. <laughs> if you have enough kids, there's always somebody on each side. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I'm just saying, once you get past your companions... Wouldn't a plant have been a better stranger? How about plants over strangers? We should say that we talked about masks last week, and then within 12 hours, AMC was like, oh, 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 sorry, guys. Uh, Yeah, no, masks. Totally masks. We agree with you. Please stop tweeting us. Yes, masks. Yeah, they listen. So that brings me to my second thing. I just read a study that a friend of mine shared. More effective than masks are face shields. So there's actually some areas where they're thinking that face shields are a better solution. And to me, that would be perfect for the theater. You wear a face shield, you can still get the popcorn to your mouth, but it is more effective in keeping the virus from spreading than masks. Yeah, and they could like coolly brand them and stuff too. Like you could get like an Iron Man mask or whatever, or shield. Do it like they do the 3D goggles. I mean, the 3D glasses. You know, as you go in, you get like a 3D mask that makes it all 3D and everything. Like, I feel like this is something they should explore. So that's my next prediction. My first prediction was, uh, oh, yeah, things were going to get worse before they got better. And that happened. So my next prediction is mask. And a friend. Did you think they were going to get this worse? Oh, no, I think they're going to get way worse. Oh, very cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, in another week or two. Oh, um, that's very nice. I, but also, I mean, like the face mask things, like a friend of mine works in a preschool, and she said they're already planning on that because the kids will do better. The Until sh- they sneeze. And that'll be kind of gross. Well, but... <laughs> Green Not. snot, like, running down the inside of your face Well, but face that was shield. one of the things I read, was, like, in the face shields. So, okay, so you sneeze and it's covered in snot. You can take a Purell wipe and wipe it down, and it's clean again. You don't have to, like, take it home and run it through the washing machine. Run it through the washing machine. That's true. Another reason why they should pay teachers more. Yes. 
So along these lines and along the lines of our show, uh, with cases going up, I get a sense that New York is slowing down their theater open rollout. I think I saw it today. The governor's putting it in a different phase or pulling it oh, from a phase or something like that. And, you know, California looks like they're going to have to slow down. And so if we had, I mean, it wasn't a Marvel movie, but if we had hoped to see something in July, nope. I feel like that is quickly slipping away. Have you seen the hashtag risk it for tenant going around? Is that, that's the stupidest damn hashtag I've ever seen. I, first of all, I don't want to go to tenant in theaters when everyone's healthy and stuff because I'm too dumb to understand what the hell's happening. What the hell's happening? <laughs> like, hell, I'm going to go, like, I'm going to have to watch that on home video ten times in a row before I even understand a sliver of it. Yeah, I think what's really frustrating is, for those of us who live in places where cases are down, like... I get the sense that New York and L.A. are the big markets and the movie theater people or the movie industry is not going to release films unless L.A. theaters are open. And so, like, even though I think I'd feel safe in my state to go to a movie theater, I'm not going to have the option to because they're not going to release movies because people in L.A. can't wear a mask. And it's just very annoying. Well, maybe you should get better at basketball. Oh. <laughs> it took a minute, but I got there. <laughs> that was a good one, Adam. So, Adam, let's talk about real news that you're excited about, I'm sure. We heard this. Hellstrom, one. hell yeah, let's go. So, we got a San Diego Comic Con panels yeah. happening. Yeah. And we saw the first logo for Hellstrom, which is totally badass. Totally badass, and totally missing one important detail. Totally. Yeah, it's not a Marvel show, which is kind of alarming, but um, I am very much getting the sense that Marvel wants nothing to do with it. Not from uh, quality-wise, just tonally and content-wise, because um, with what I know, Disney doesn't really want to be within a mile of it. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised if there isn't a, a Marvel thing at the beginning of it or what have you. What do you want to call it? A logo stinger or whatever. Um, so we'll see. I mean, it, it doesn't kind of bode well for Blade, I guess. But it doesn't make sense because Bob Iger said that they would do rated R movies. So maybe this is one of the ways that... They uh, set them apart, right? Because he said if they did rated R movies, they want to make sure that consumers know what they are or whatever. He said that, right? I'm paraphrasing it, of course. He said he wanted the branding to be there and such. So maybe the rated R stuff doesn't get Marvel Studios brand because the people that are watching it know what they are. I don't know. I'm still being selfish and wanting Hellstrom to be part of the MCU. Um, but I mean, regardless, it's Marvel characters. We know of three actual characters that are going to be in there that are actively in the Marvel comics today. So to me, it's a really interesting branding decision as far as like, we know if people haven't noticed, Marvel is very specific about inserting their name into like everything. Like, when we would go to cons, you know, like, 
and they were doing something about runaways, they'd be like, we're so glad you're here for the Marvel's runaway panel. Today we're going to show you some of Marvel's runaways. Like, you know, it was just almost annoying. Well, I mean, those are the official names of, I mean, if you look at, um, I mean, the official names of Black Widow would be, it's either Marvel's or Marvel Studios' Black Widow. I mean, that's technically the official trademark name. All of the Netflix shows you, were Marvel's Iron Fist, uh, Marvel's Luke Cage. Apparently, right. Cloak and Dagger, the, the works, everything besides. Hosh Roman, it might still be true. Um... Probably not, <laughs> but because that's so the thing with Hellstrom, it's going to be the most hard R thing we've seen from Marvel yet. Maybe not over the uh, disco bloodbath rave scene and Blade One. You think more so than the violence in uh, Daredevil, like the car door beheading and all that stuff? Yeah, because I think here they'll probably maybe show some of it. Whereas they didn't really in Daredevil. I mean, they gave us sound effects, right? And didn't did we see the headless body? Yeah, it's kind of silhouette. Well, I mean, you didn't see it coming off. I thought it was laid out on the desk. Yeah, like they brought it something. and they laid it out on the desk. But I mean, so I mean, like I didn't see I didn't see Marvel removing its name from it as anything, as far as like Marvel trying to separate itself from that. I just took it as a. Marvel Studios separating itself from anything legacy Marvel TV. I was also interested, maybe I'm the only person that notices, but like the O in Hellstrom, it's kind the pentagram. of tries, Well, it tries to evoke kind of a pentagram. Right, but it's not the full. But it's not really there, right. which, you know, like I don't love that stuff anyways because of my particular, you know, situation in life, like the occult stuff I'm not really into. So I kind of pay attention to that. And when I saw that, I was like, oh, it seems like that's Disney, like being Disney and trying to pull back a little bit, given that the character has one like emblazoned on his chest in the comics. Right. Watch, we'll probably get that. It's I don't know. I just think it was a stylistic thing to make it blend in with uh, because, I mean, the, the pentagram on his chest is very crisp and stuff. So maybe it's hmm, I don't know. But, I mean, they did take the Satan out of Satana, so, you know, which is weird when they're both the children of Satan. But Also, it's going to premiere, we think, in October, is that right? Hulu said it's part of Huluween? Probably October 1 or whenever that rolls out. Last year was October 2nd, I think. Sometimes it feels like they've just taken the ABC Family stuff they used to do, like, 31 Days of Halloween, and now they're just, like, transferring it over to Hulu. <laughs> Why not? You know? Yeah. Don't reinvent stuff that works. Uh, that's about all the major news stuff that I can remember. Do you guys have anything else on the news front? Yeah, Marvel TV's dead, 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 dead. The last guy left. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or he left a while ago. Um, okay. Um, Cream, I don't know how to say his last name. Cream. Cream. Zreek, Zrak. The only guy that was left... To help transition. I mean, you say the only guy Who's that's it? left, but has Jeff actually taken a job somewhere else? I don't... I mean, just because he didn't get a job doesn't mean he's still there. Because, I mean, Deadline, when the Deadline released this news, it sounded like this guy was with Lord and Miller for months. 
They made it very clear he was previously uh, a Marvel guy. What the hell's Jeff up to, man? I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, why was he doing press for Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. if he's not working for Marvel? And they made him say, well, so the showrunner for Hellstrom's also not working for Marvel anymore. Um, But him and Jeff were both included in the panel notes or whatever, right? I haven't looked at them yet, but if you say so, yeah. I think they were. Last I saw, the panel was still TBA as far as guests. It still floors my mind. They've got to have Marvel stuff on Hulu, man. They've get that's the thing. If Daredevil's like, uh, I don't know, man. You can't, you can't PG arise Daredevil, can you? After what we've got, I mean, I think you could. I mean, you could do Fisk without beheading somebody with a car door. They didn't throw out a bunch of f bombs. I mean, Netflix still didn't let them use f bombs. Um, they. I think you could. I think does it match the spirit and tone on Disney Plus? No. Okay. Would you? Would you and Save Daredevil like? Save Daredevil like it? I should say. So you can do it, but would would the masses enjoy it as much as they did? Right. I mean, like I. I, I I still think I'm with you on that. That Hulu needs to have the adult Marvel side. Yeah, Marvel. The thing about Marvel is that they have some of this just very adult content that they can use, and it shouldn't be for all the masses. It should be for the adults. And I like that the little Dean came just as I made my point. Um, <laughs> Plus one. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, just like they're gonna, you know, I think they should have cartoons and stuff like that, that maybe all of the adults are done for, you know, Runaways, not everybody was into Runaways, but a certain group loved it. Uh, whereas, you know, the kids aren't going to watch Daredevil and Luke Cage and Jessica Jones, but the older viewers love it. But when you talk about Daredevil, like, I don't know, even old Frank Miller Daredevil, is that R-rated Daredevil? Or, like... No, but it's certainly yeah. not power-packy type stuff, you know? I think it's a dark PG-13. Yeah, I'm just saying, I think Disney Plus is broader than people realize, and I think it's going to get broader as time goes on. I think they're being a little tight with the image right now. But, like, even Mando, the Mandalorian, it's not, like, edgy, but it's not... True. I don't know. It's not children's like entertainment. I mean, they cut a dude in half right at the beginning, but they also did bounce that one movie because it had gay people in it. So, yeah, I don't. They're allowing Hamilton to drop an f bomb, but they had they had to give remove two f bombs. Yeah, they had to give two f's. <laughs> that's funny. That's how. That's how. No, Lin Manuel like tweeted that he was like, "I literally gave two for Hamilton to be on uh, Disney Plus." <laughs> and I still, do know, yeah, huh? We still haven't gotten a Marvel f bomb, have we? That's no, my knowledge. I mean, that was the thing. Like Jessica Jones, if they Netflix would not let Jessica Jones drop f bombs, and I mean, like if you've read the comics. The very first word 
Yeah, I was about to say, that's that was the first part of Alias, right? Yeah, like, that's the very first word out of our mouth. So, it, you know, it, it's not like it was limitless before. So maybe, I mean, yeah, maybe Disney Plus is going to take a dark turn and go all adult. Yeah, I guess my thing on it, whenever we talk about comics, like, even when we talked about Punisher, like, yes, there are runs of Daredevil or Punisher that are 18-plus R-rated kind of content, but the vast majority of the comics that have ever been written by these about these characters have always been intended for, you know, comic stands and for kids. Like, there's very little of the Marvel corpus that's not PG-13 or below. Uh, is Punisher the example you want to be using? I'm saying even something like that, they've made for years without making it all R-rated stuff. Yeah. Right. I do... I do hear rumors that Marvel may not make Punisher comics anymore to our conversation earlier a couple weeks ago. That is the... Uh... So, we will see. Or they'll back off it until people feel more comfortable and then they'll just bring it right back. But Alright. Um, other kind of newsy stuff. Uh, MCU Cosmic is claiming that Lucia Von Bardus is going to be in, uh, I don't know, some Marvel Studios show, and that is a backdoor into Doctor Doom. I have no idea who that character is, but I'll take his word for it. I guess she's, like, Prime Minister after Doom. Adam, do you have any more <laughs> any more insight on that? That's exactly who, no, that's exactly who, who she is. So, I mean, you see these reports, and there's P Pierre, right? I don't know how to say Pierre's last name. I think he's keeping track of them all but i mean it's just another one of these character rumors that we've gotten so much of that eventually one or two of them are bound to be right uh also rumored this week alpha flight canada's superhero team mm -hmm. uh rhiannon do you know alpha flight are you excited about alpha flight it sounds very familiar but i couldn't tell you anything about them yeah, the weird thing about Alpha Flight is it recently in the comics has like kind of merged with Captain Marvel outer space stuff. So it'd be kind of interesting to see them. I could see them almost like reverse engineer that where they like start with Captain Marvel outer space stuff and then ground them and turn them into Canadians superhero team. Hmm. But it's it's very. I mean, I don't know. It looks pretty corn. It's a pretty corny comic. I feel like a lot of the guys just run around in red and white suits that have maple leaves all over them. So, Hockey Man and Syrup Boy and all those characters. If they don't have, I love Canadian accents. Though. I do too. They need too. to, don't you know? Like, and all that stuff. We could do a whole Canadian accent yeah, podcast. They, they gotta have them. Yeah, we should definitely. Uh, they should put Ryan Reynolds in it somehow, even if it's not Deadpool. Right, but... just a cameo or something. Yes. Yeah, the most Canadian, uh, the most proudly Canadian person I can think of in, in entertainment. And then uh, the other character rumor we saw was uh, Firestar. I think you wrote that up, Adam. That Firestar's coming to the MCU? Supposedly. Ugh. <laughs> sure, you know, I mean, cool. Now, she was created for the Spider-Man and his Amazing TV Friends show. show, right? Yeah, it was hand-in-hand. Hand. The TV episode came out, uh, like, six weeks ahead of the first comic issue. I'm not sure if there's a scheduling issue or what, but, yeah, she first appeared in the uh, 
cartoon. She's a mutant, so that's probably the biggest noteworthy thing of it. Um, but she was also in the New Warriors. To me, the lamest thing about Firestar was always like, it always felt like her powers were nothing more than to do like an opposite of Iceman. You know, like it was just like he has ice. She should have fire. She's always felt like the most generic Marvel character I've ever seen. So it'd be real weird if Kevin Feige was handed the entire X-Men portfolio and Fantastic Four portfolio. He's like, I think, first of all, we'll develop Firestar. You know, it just yeah, and that's, that's the thing, man. We've gotten Guardians. We're getting Eternals. We're getting Shang-Chi. We're getting a lot of these characters that no one thought would ever get movies. So these scoopers are just running buck wild man that's the thing anyone they say it's actually a legitimate possibility i could write something up saying how i heard that they're doing a dark hawk trilogy and hell they might be you know thinking about it it's totally in question you know if i can't come up with a title for this episode i'll just call it the scoopers are running buck wild do it i'm sorry i'm a curmudgeon i'm trying to get more happy about marvel stuff but scoopers chat my ass to I tell you what I feel like this is a sign of recovery because the scoopers were really quiet for a while like we didn't get any of these see like I think you guys are just making up superhero names like with 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 all these things you just threw out but we went several months without that um disclaimer I did make up hockey man and syrup boy those were made up (laughs) (laughs) those people aren't actually in alpha flight (laughs) <laughs> Those well, are made I up. mean, you know, Marvel could still introduce them. You could you could create right. them for Marvel. I love that. <laughs> it is I feel like we're kind of back to where our funk what we had like in February when everyone's like your show's getting depressing cuz we talked about like when there's something actually happening, it's exciting or we see actual footage, it's exciting. But we're back into rumors that we can't confirm about projects that probably won't come out for five years and it's just speculative odd that's the thing i mean what scoops have we gotten in the past year that have come true charles's ant-man 3 one was a good one um i'm trying to think an agents of shield was that a scoop i'm sure that was a scoop uh i think that was a deadline or that was like tv line or something yeah um so that's the thing i mean i will eat my words if all of these scoops come true whenever that may be but we may never know i mean it could be 20 years down the line and they come true and i get tweets on my iphone 25 they said adam you're mocking me and i said yeah i know whatever i mean the world's not gonna exist in 20 years anyways so (laughs) Oh, man. So talking about 20-year gaps, well, what would you guys think about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. this week? I love that intro so much. I'm telling you, man, the intros are the best part of the show. No, that's not like a slam on the show itself, but those intros are something else. This week I thought was particularly good. Why'd they ever, yeah, why'd they ever stop saying the actors' names? So there actually was a huge change in um, when streaming started and how uh, shows did their intros where they went from. So like when everybody was watching TV, they literally needed, you know, everybody watched live. 
you really needed an intro that described your TV show and introduced it to people. So that's why you have, like, the Brady Bunch explaining who they are and what the show's about, and Andy Griffith, you know, like, all of those. But then when people started, sort of when people started DVRing, storytellers were like, well, if we just cut this down, we have another minute of story we can tell. So they started getting rid of intros like that. But that's why some, like, on streaming and Netflix and stuff, they brought them back, because who cares if it's an extra minute? But also, when, once we got digital remotes, you could click, like, show info if you really wanted to know what a show was about, you know? Yeah, but they went away before that existed. Is DVRing still a thing? Yeah. Yeah, my parents Is did. It? Yeah, we cut the the cord years ago. I, I, I haven't done it in a long time. Yeah, people that still have cable, they DVR. Uh, so, yeah, so that's where show intros went, why we don't have them anymore. Also, Cable's not dead yet. Caleb. Cable. That's right. Cable is not dead yet. I wasn't exactly predicting imminent demise. I love... My favorite part of this bit is that I say something like, I don't know, in 10 years, I don't know if you know basic cable would be a thing. And Adam's like always like, Caleb said it would die tomorrow with a big explosion. Still, it's still not dead, so... Scoop! I mean, that's his professional uh, MO. Yeah. It is interesting to see that uh, there's now this, like, FX on Hulu. Mm-hmm. It's sort of an interesting phenomenon where a show is an FX show, but it's put out on Hulu first. Yeah, and FX is starting to move a lot of stuff there. Uh, Why the Last Man, which is apparently still in the works. Caleb, you're probably hyped for that, huh? If it ever happens, yeah. Um, American Horror Story, I think, too. Which is very surprising, because that's like the FX flagship. I want to say it's American Horror Story. It might have been the spinoff they just announced. But they moved both of those to FX on Hulu. Yeah, the tr- the Deadline article I read was very poorly written. It, huh. said, that, it said the American Horror Story spinoff, American Horror Story is coming to Hulu. They have, FX you know, they have very similar names, though. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. But that's not... Of American. <laughs> American. I don't... Uh, <laughs> I don't get the... Uh, yeah, I don't get the branding. Why don't they just say it's coming to Hulu? I don't get... I don't... I don't, I don't know. I don't get it. FX has got the prestige, but, you know, it's kind of, to me, like HBO Max... You're trying to get the prestige of a certain cable channel while using a digital distribution method. Someone, someone got paid a million dollars. Some Fifth Avenue ad agency came up just nine digits to say, you know what, we're calling it HBO Max. We know we're gonna, you guys already have two platforms called HBO Go and HBO Now that you already paid millions for. So we're just going to call it HBO Max. And my mom's first reaction on hearing that was, they combined HBO and Cinemax? (laughs) No. Does that mean your mom's watching lots of Cinemax, really? My mom, evidently there is still, like, scripted television on Cinemax. I I have no idea what's on, no, wait, I do know what's on Cinemax. Yeah, in about an hour, I know it's going to be on Cinemax. (laughs) 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 No, Cinemax, they're doing, they're coming back, they're doing some legit... But Banshee legit. was on Cinemac. 
There evidently Cinemax? there was some TV series on Cinemax that my mom was very excited about. I don't. I and she thought HBO Max was you got HBO and Cinemax. Uh, Warrior was on Cinemax. Warrior is very good. Very very good. If either of you two need something, just wade through the uh, unmentionable stuff. Do you Watch get it when you get HBO Max? Will that get you HBO? No. <laughs> I'm still trying to figure out how to actually watch HBO Max because I have a Roku and a Fire Stick and it's on, not on either of those. Really? Yeah. Because so I have to watch Doom Patrol. I saw that. Congratulations, by the way. Thanks. I saw that on Twitter. Rhiannon's in Doom Patrol Season 2. I'm in Doom Patrol. Oh, your name again? Yeah, the third episode. Well, it's not a Rhiannon. It's my last name in it. Uh, oh, so, so my, like Runaways again. Yeah. So somebody merged my... It's Shelby. My buddy Shelby. Um, so there's a Shelby Kincaid in Doom Patrol. That's amazing. Doom Patrol uh, such a good show, too. Holy Episode cow. three. That's me. You know what else is a great show? Agents of Shield. <gasps> yes, and we, we should probably get there. Yeah, we do. <laughs> if I okay, can we start a betting pool? So um, we know we're not going to record next week. The next time we talk, will Agent Sousa be alive? Be in the same timeline, dimension, and and time and dimension. As Coulson. Yeah, I think they'll keep him with the the crew. I, I don't think they'll just throw him away quick. Because he wants to run away, man. He spent this whole episode being like, screw you guys, I'm going home. This I didn't love this episode because I feel like some of the character stuff was all over the place. It was. Yeah. Like, Susan just starts freaking out. And then the Deke, who I was happy a few weeks ago, was like, no, I'm not just going to kill a man because you tell me, Daisy. It's like, ah, shucks, who cares, I'll kill him. Like... I just don't really understand some of the things that are happening. But the Chronicoms knew he was going to kill him. So I mean, but this episode did. It feels like this episode threw everything out the window. You know, it's like, oh, we can't change the timeline. And then it's just like, the timeline, no timeline really exists anymore. Um, Are people shipping Sousa and uh, Quake yet? Is that a thing? Or was I reading way too much into that? I'll make it a thing. Do we want to write the fanfic yeah. now? You could if you want. I was just kind of getting vibes, but I was my concern would just be like Daisy doesn't need to have somebody like how many people have, has Daisy been with? Like there was Ward, there was uh, Lincoln. Was that his name? The annoying electricity dude. There was. Uh, there's been you know Deke stuff. Like I don't know. She doesn't need a new love interest. I'm happy for Daisy just to be Daisy. Okay, but I am in for this Deke fighting Souza for Daisy's affection. Like, like she already has well the fanfic written. That fight before Souza beats him to death with his cane. I was about to say, <laughs> like, not a literal fight, but like the two of them. I don't know. Like, I they're just so opposite. Like seeing them go against each other, it would be interesting. Um, we are almost halfway through the season with zero fits. He's he wasn't even in the intro thing. Like his name is not so, on the show. Here is my new theory. The Simmons that we have is actually a robot. Chronicom. And she's being controlled by Fitz and Simmons somewhere in a in a like remote control room. 
I like that. Okay. All right. And they're throwing, like, they did that, so the Chronicoms are thrown off and they think they're separated or something? Yeah, or because, I don't know, Ian DeCastica or whatever his name is wanted a raise, and so they cut him to a half season. I don't know. It It is very frustrating for him not to be there. Like, I need some development in that regard soon. It's, uh, I'm sure they'll have a huge payoff. Or maybe those two just kind of left and got married and now they're living happily ever after. And they said, you know what? Screw S.H.I.E.L.D. But wouldn't May figure that out? Oh. Oh, that's true. May. I don't know. Can May feel Enoch? That's interesting. No, because she feels nothing off of Coulson. Well, I know Coulson, but her comic, or whatever they're called, Chronicons, are they different than LMDs? I think so. Yeah, because I mean, they're uh, they're bio plus non organic, whatever. Because okay, I said that so this week. Totally jumping around that too. In this episode, you know, when Coulson is like, we we're dealing with time traveling aliens, and the dude was like, "Oh, synthetic or organic? Are they dealing with aliens in the seventies in Shield?" Uh oh, that's really interesting. Um, so I'm trying to think about how Captain Marvel plays into it, like, in the Earth... That's in the 90s. 96. Well, but she comes back in 96. She's been gone for a while, though, right? No, I don't think she was gone for 20 years. No, not 20, but okay, so Captain Marvel comes back in 96. She's been gone at least a couple years to the Kree homeworld. Which backs us up. I forget the incident at the uh, the Yon Rog incident. I think happens in ninety one or something like that. But then Annette Benning has been hanging out on Earth even longer than that. But Fury didn't know about her, so. But he wasn't up top either. He was just another. B. Yeah. So I get the sense that like Marvel has been hanging around since the mid-80s in the Marvel continuity? I mean, but this guy just totally, you know, it's just like, yeah, we do, you know, I have different categories of aliens. And that's what I was just kind of, because, like, I mean, I think this is just, it was generally inconsistent in this episode. Because May walked right up, put her hand on him, and then punched him. So when she did that, I was like, was he a Chromicon? She, She touched him, didn't feel anything. So she punched him in the face. Oh, no, that's not how I understood no. it. She walked up to him and touched him, and she knew that he was lying to Coulson. Right, and that's right. I got that later. But, so why did he have categories of alien? Like, I, yeah, that was just a thing that jumped out at me. I, I mean, they can argue it all the way of, well, he found out about it because Chronicons have been whispering stuff to Hydra, and so, I mean, they're also launching InSight satellites in 1976, so... The text there forty years early, so true. I'm just yeah. I wonder how this is all going to happen though, because if they get back to the present, I mean that doesn't stop the fact that the timeline's still so far advanced. Yeah, and I don't know. So I didn't want Mac to die, but I at least thought for a minute they were going to do something really interesting by like killing his parents and like taking him Showing off the board, like shocking us. Right, and then they were like, "No, never mind. We'll just we'll just blow, we'll just blow up the the rocket," which to me is always the better idea, anyway. It could have solved a lot of problems. Then they would still have Souza and Quake. 
And I guess Dr. Whitehall is going to come back. From cell block D. <gasps> Anyways, sorry. So here's here's a question it's all that connected. In my head as we were going through this episode, if you've not watched Shield for six years, like if you're just coming into this, this show is complete nonsense, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I think Daniel Sousa would be a good illustration of somebody jumping into it right now. You know, like you think you know what's going on, and then what the f, Daisy? Like I didn't even know you had powers. Well, and then they're like, "Oh, look at this cake that says Project Insight," and then the ominous music plays. And if you're not an MCU fan, you're like, "Project Insight." Like they never describe what it is, really. Right. right. There's just all uh, these. They, they kind of did, did with the Bruce Banner stuff. But see, I mean, we have the. I I bring this up every damn time we have a team up in the MCU. I said the same thing about Infinity War. I I don't think, I think it would be. So, I don't think it would be as. It's certainly not near as impactful because when, um, what do you want to call them? Time, Phantom or Time Mistake, uh, Malik called Daniel Whitehall. I mean, everyone kind of went. <gasps> Daniel Whitehall, but uh, if you're watching the new season, you wouldn't know who the hell that was, right? Well, I mean, it would be so, kind of similar to movies. Well, I mean, I don't remember enough of these details from this type of stuff. Like, Project Insight. I didn't remember what that was. But I figured out well enough that it was Hydra bad that was somewhere there around when they found out Hydra, you know, that it was the helipad thing. You know, like, you're able to piece it together. Maybe if you haven't seen Winter Soldier, you would be confused. Yeah, I just think it would be a chore. And maybe that's okay. Maybe by the time you get to season seven of a show like this, it's okay for it to be just fan servicey. I was just thinking about how, like, I was thinking about it some because my wife is not nearly as into it as I am. And so there's just all these moments where it's like, uh, and so like they said Whitehall and she's like, oh, he was a bad guy before, right? I was like, yeah, he's the one that like did experiments on uh, Daisy's mom, and you know, like experimented with her longevity in life to try to put it into other people. And she's like, oh, that was a long time ago. I don't hardly remember that. You know, like I have a memory of it, but she doesn't. Well, I mean, I don't remember who he was, but like on the phone, he said. Mind comp vibe, you know, like physically described him, and then was like, I want this guy to transfer powers. And I was like, okay, he's a Hydra baddie that can do stuff like that that we've probably seen before, and I'll recognize when he comes on the screen. Yeah. That to me was always one of the gnarliest. We talk about like R rating and stuff. That was one of the darkest shield things, was when. Yeah. Wasn't Whitehall like because Daisy's mom could regenerate? Wasn't he just like chopping off body parts from her and stuff and like doing crazy experiments and it was very he was immortal wasn't he or there he wanted to become immortal or there was something yeah because he was injecting daisy's mom's inhuman power of agelessness into himself via like really weird nasty experiments those were the bad days of shield those were that's when it lost a lot of viewers and stuff too like i feel yeah i mean but it was still the days where it was most connected or even connected at all. A little. Yeah, it's back when they were trying to connect it to an, an Inhumans movie that never happened. Oh, that's... 
Do you think they uh, didn't get approval for a helicarrier? Or why do you think they went the satellite route instead of doing actual Project Insight? Because they were doing it in the 70s. Yeah, but that doesn't make too much sense because like, the Chronicon should be able to give them whatever technology. Also, did you pick up the totally classic Nick Fury costumes they were all wearing? Oh, I didn't connect with, that, uh, but that makes sense, yeah. Yeah, with the even like the white holster things, the white leather holsters. Yeah, I, I think, I don't know, this this was the, this was a down episode for me. I just... Same. I'm also kind of done with them messing with people. Like, oh, it's May, but she has weird emotions. Oh, it's Yo-Yo, but she can't run. Oh, it's Susa, but he's out of time. Like, I don't know. At some point, just give me the characters I know. Give me Fitz back. Bring the gang together. But I'd like Sousa to stay. He's a nice, straight man. What the hell did he keep saying? It's a trout in the milk? Yeah, that's the name of the episode. What he keeps... I've never heard that saying in my life. I think, yeah, that's kind of the... I don't know, that's kind of the joke of it, though, right? Yeah. You two have heard that? I mean, I was still in the 1950s and I haven't heard of it. No, no, no. No, I don't. I never heard of it. I just I just took it as that something that people actually said in 1935 that, you know. All right. Any other stuff for Dude Mailbag? Enoch's back. They got Enoch. That was cool. Yeah. It was also, like, it was nice, but also weird that they didn't care about him in 1950, but then the first thing they got to do in 1970 is pick him up, so. Yeah, that was plenty of time for the other Comic-Cons to sort of, like, corrupt him. Can Enoch be corrupted? I guess, like, he's programmed to protect S.H.I.E.L.D., so he can't be corrupted. Maybe. We don't know what the whole Simmons deal is, so maybe he's helping the Chronicons. That'll be a that'd be a big twist They around. left him there, so he became, like, evil Chronicon. What are the Chronicons trying to do, exactly? Have I not been paying attention? They're, they're trying to give us an interesting season of TV. I think, if I remember right, they're trying to take over Earth, but every time they try to take over Earth, S.H.I.E.L.D. gets in the way. So they're trying to destroy S.H.I.E.L.D. before they come to Earth to take it over. Gotcha. I thought S.H.I.E.L.D. like this. Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) I still really have no idea, so. Let's see a play. But yeah, we're, what, next week will be the halfway point? Or the episode before the halfway point. Two weeks from now, we'll be over half of done let me a programming note as we said we're probably not podcasting next week i'm actually gonna be out for a couple weeks so we can talk about it but we'll be out at least one week uh maybe a couple so we'll be back uh, you know maybe we'll maybe we'll get on if there's something really crazy happening but i doubt it see you when see you when black widow comes out next may well I mean, we have. I mean, we have the SDCC at home. We know we have a Hailstrom panel. There could be. I mean, who knows? Marvel might up and have a panel. Uh, yeah. Maybe we'll just have to do full coverage of Fandom Marvel. See how you like yeah. that. We'll show them. Yeah. <laughs> we'll set up DC News Desk. That would actually maybe be fun after Fandom. Just do an episode as DC News Desk, just to mess around because there's no content. We should. All right, if you if one of you guys will check Twitter for me, um, over on the uh, mailbag, over on the website, uh, Love Waffle, I forgot this. So he was saying, you know what other character had May's empathy powers? 
that creepy girl that was in the basement in um when she got her name of the Calvary, cavalry remember like the little inhumans girl that she oh. killed and so she actually has like the powers of the little girl that she killed that made her the cavalry and he was talking about how that was kind of you know full circle i thought that was good um, also the season's B plot seemingly be about the Malik family over multiple decades and generations. I feel like the idea that Wilfred Malik is Ward's grandpa is definitely still on the table. Uh, yeah, that would be excellent for we, for us to find out Ward is actually Malik's love child with Ward's mom. I'm sure that that would be, it'd be right up there, Allie. It would totally work. Yeah, sure would be. We're, we're getting him back, right? There's no way they do all this mess with time oh, travel and we not see Brent Ward at least one more time. Oh, yeah. Grant Ward? Grant Ward. Whatever. Yes. Why did I say Brent Ward? <laughs> Who's Brent Ward? I don't think anybody's Brent Ward. Well, I think the actor is Brent. Brent Dalton? Brent Dalton. Yep. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. what it was. Did you mean Bird Ward? And then Jeff Ward is the guy who plays Deke, right? Right. I really get goofed up with Mac. Half the time I call him the actor's name and half the time I call him Mac, but I can't come up with the other when I need to. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Anything on the tweeter machine? I'm not seeing anything on the tweeter. Except for me clarifying that it was a successful presidential run. (laughs) I just ran away scared. All right. Cool, guys. Thanks for listening to the show. Thanks for supporting it uh, via Patreon. Uh, like we mentioned last week, you're getting charged sales tax now on Patreon, apparently. I'm sorry. Uh, the government's coming after Patreon, it's, I guess. so. Yeah, now people that give a dollar are given a dollar and six cents or whatever, depending on their state or municipality. So, Anyways, thanks for listening to the show, guys. We'll see you in a couple weeks. Bye.